Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello everyone, how are you guys doing today? This is Rooted and Robust Podcast and I am Uzioma Anyoji, your host. And I have a guest on the show as always. You know how I do it on the show. I always bring someone that will either inspire you, inform or educate you, right? So today we will be talking about nurturing your creativity. How do you nurture your creativity that is what we'll be looking at today and i have a guest on the show um he's a podcaster which is interesting (laughs) he's a podcaster he's a poet he's a host he's well so many other things that he's going to tell us himself right so welcome on the show williams thank you so much for joining me today Uh, thank you for having me uh hello hello everyone this is the radio apprentice Mm -hmm. Uh, okay where should i start what else should i say (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so let's begin from the radio apprentice like why did you or why are you called the radio apprentice where is the name coming from well uh from where i started i felt like radio apprentice is is it's more of the name that tries to put me where i belong i'm an apprentice in this and i'll be apprentice on this for a long time (laughs) so I felt like that was the best name good for me and that would also help me remember that I need to keep growing rather than think that I'm somewhere that I'm not like choosing a name of a wild animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. So it's it's more like always reminding yourself that this is a journey and you're not there yet. So it's, it's a continuous process. Wow. Yes. Yes. Um, the word apprentice, of course, you know what it means. It means it always means that you are still learning. Yeah. And, uh, no matter how far you go, no matter what you think you're doing, you're still learning. There's still more to learn. If you're not learning how to, if you're not learning how to compose your speech, you're learning how to put together your vocals. You're learning how to teach others. You're learning how to learn better. Mm. You're learning how to. Yeah. There's a lot of things to learn in this particular field. So, uh. apprentice is better for me. <laughs> wow, that's interesting, really. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it, really. Today, we want to look at nurturing your creativity. You've been in the creative space for a long time. You're a poet, you're a host, you're a podcaster. You are into creativity yourself. For everyone listening, for people that are in this space starting out and they are wondering, where do I begin? How do I grow? This is what we want to look at today. So let me let me ask you, your journey so far how have you been able to grow this creative aspect of your life how has it been for you well it's it's always going to be different um i will not try to attribute my exact movements to the next person's way of uh, progress Mm -hmm. but i grew my own ways uh, out of passion okay Okay? i i fell in love with uh, talking not just talking i fell in love with talking in front of a mic and that's how it grew Mm. You know, and because it's passion, because it's passion, I still have these ups and downs, uh, moments of procrastinations, yeah. um, moments of being indecisive about what to do. I still have these moments of when I'm angry and I just don't want to do anything else. 
but because it's something that you you love and something that has made itself into your list of hobbies. And of course, the guy just went to beat every other hobby and took the front seat. <laughs> so no matter how you feel, uh, at some point in time, you now realize that when you're angry, you just want to vent in front of a mic. When you're happy, you oh. want to share in front of a mic. When you're thinking, you want to tell the people, ah, at this point in time, I'm thinking about something. If you're writing a book and you're stuck, you just want to tell the people, okay, I'm writing a book about ABCD and I'm stuck right now. You know, it's as if every point, every point of your life, you want to record something to tell the next person mm-hmm. how you feel. Wow. At that point in time, it's becoming something, okay, something you can't do without. So no matter how you feel, no matter what the situation is, the passion remains. And that's really how I've managed to stay on with it for this long. Hmm. Wow. And we're talking 10 years more than that, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, how did you start this journey? How did it start for you? Where, where was the starting point for you? Have you always, you know, some people tell you since I was a child, I've always wanted to do this. What, is that your story or did it get to a point? Nah, nah, nah. So what was your story? Nah. No, no, no. Um, if you ask about my earlier life, I've been a poet more than I've been any other thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I've always liked telling stories, okay? And so, while bringing about it, I realized, that, oh, there's something called writing a book, and I started making attempts to write books. Mm. A couple that are still not finished yet. <laughs> then, juggling between poetry and books, this came up when, uh, you know, when I put up a lot of poetry, I think a friend of mine came around to read some of my poetry then, some of my poems and she was like oh I can create slots for you on the radio okay uh, these stations they want somebody who does poetry to come and read poetry to them for the audience and all that they have a show that like, what is that and so I accept it of course I have my spare time so I'm not doing anything with it it would be good to connect and see people and interact with other people so I followed and yes from one station I was introduced to the other and then one day I I felt like I wasn't getting enough audience. I don't know why, mm. you know, after recording or even when they give you your recording, it still wasn't that good to me. Mm. So I felt like I needed to open up the space a little bit further. I need to know what people are saying about what I do, not just um, read it out to them just like that. I wanted to know exactly how they feel, what they're doing with it. And, and so I started recording myself. Okay, I started by creating an online radio okay uh, with a paid platform i signed up i signed up for an online radio and so i would go on my own radio <laughs> and, oh, and do your record uh, poetry. <laughs> yes wow. and to be, to be very sincere with you during those times i will send a link to everybody on my whatsapp i'll send a link to everybody i know and those were the only people who are logging in for the first week mm. and then after that my listeners tags went down and I kept doing it. At some point, I realized that it's something I could actually record and put it to them after and tell them to come and listen. So basically, that's how I kicked off with uh, podcasting. Yeah. And then I, I now pulled it into live podcast. So there's something called podcasting on the go. So yeah. you're, not just you're not just pre-recording a podcast. You're going live with your podcast. So afterwards, you can now record the podcast after your live session and still upload it for people who did not follow up on air and all of that. That's basically how I started. Wow. And I am sure you are enjoying yourself doing this. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. Enjoying myself really. It's it's been amazing. Yeah. You know, you have a chance to you have a chance to share. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a chance. You're not just talking to yourself anymore. You're not keeping things to yourself. I'm the type of person that whatever happens to me, whatever I want to do, most of the time, I keep them to myself. But podcasting has made me understand that I have a family out there to share with. Yeah. So all I have to do is schedule a show. I have to wait for when I have my shows live or I record the thing and put it out there and let them know exactly what I'm feeling at this point. And that's made it quite amazing. Wow. So how have um, people, your listeners, the people you look up to, how have they played key roles in your growth? Um, this many years how would have been the impact of other people in this journey for you well you know earlier on there they were basically no listeners you know along the way there are things you learn along the way yeah. uh, when I was sharing links earlier on for people to listen to my shows and all I could see the stats like it's not nobody's telling you download your stats anymore mm-hmm. for live radio you can see the stats you can see the people logging in you can see their IPs and every time I start of a show i don't get to see people listening <laughs> so uh, at some point i want to get angry i'm like yeah. i have friends i have families why are they not listening I didn't to me exactly yeah as time went on i realized that no these people see me all the time they hear me talk all the time and i probably would have exhausted these conversations with them before mm-hmm. and they are basically not my main audience they are my friends they're my family but i cannot pin them to listen to a show that online they won't listen to it from another person because it's not the kind of thing they want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have to put myself under the shadows of you have to support me. No, you don't force people to listen to some to, to you because uh, it's you. That means you're not doing well enough. Yeah. If you're doing well, they will listen to you not because of you, but because of the content you're putting out, because of the conversations you depend on how you coin your conversation. Maybe it's not the way you talk to them. Maybe there's a different way you do it on the radio or you do it with your podcast. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, I would prefer to listen to him via podcast rather than listen to him in person. But you don't blackmail them into listening to your mm-hmm. podcast or coming yeah. up live because they're your loved ones. So I felt like it was blackmailing them. Emotionally. Taking their pride. Yeah. And, and that's when I decided to start pre-recording the podcast like uh, even when I go on air afterwards we record the podcast and then put it out there just so that the people who the podcast is meant for the people who the content is meant for yeah will get to listen to it and appreciate it and for that reason uh, I felt quite amazing every time I saw one listener or two logging in freely on their own without any invitation just just because you know that I have a show at a particular point in time Mm-hmm. As soon as I start to show, I get to see one person. That one person, I would pour my heart to you. <laughs> mm. I would pour my mindset to you. You know, people haven't really understood that one person listening to you is an amazing uh, achievement, actually. True. It is. Okay? It's an amazing achievement. And that's how it grew. So, the reception I got by one person listening, two, three, and the first that I ever got a Telegram message saying, asking me a question, Regarding the show, I was like, wow. Yeah. That, that was like back, back in the year. And for that reason, I didn't care. All I needed to do was um, put up my show schedule, put up the link to listen to it later. And I'm relaxed because I, I know for sure that one or two persons are going to come in and listen to the show. And it's not easy getting someone to pay attention to you sit down, okay, to, to listen to you talk. And that's really what has been driving me up as well. Hmm. Awesome. I am curious, really, 
you know, sharing it's it's not easy because you're taking everything in you out there. But how do you get? How do you replenish? Because I mean, when people listen to you, you want to give your all. I mean, I just heard you say you you pour yourself. You pour yourself to whoever is listening, right? So, how do you replenish? What are the things you do? Do you read books? Do you listen to other podcasters? What do you do to replenish yourself? Uh, I'm actually that's quite that's quite complicated because I don't read much, but I write. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> wow! And, and for me to build up a conversation, I probably need to hear or feel. Okay, I need to feel something or hear something. And for the style of a poet, if a poet to put up a conversation, it means that guy or girl needs to be thinking about something upward or something relative or something composed. Okay. And then they can come up with a few words and merge it up with reality just to make it longer and better. Mm. Okay. And then sometimes when you want to hit reality on its toe, you now go on the internet, check out what people are saying then you can create your own conversation out of it. You can put it the other way around. Everybody's saying things in a particular way. Yeah. Now you have to say it in a different way. If you follow the trend the way it is, then you'll probably choose to listen to the other people or read from the other people mm-hmm. and not talk to you. Okay, it's just like, for example, you want to tell someone that taking oranges, they're good for the body. And we all know that everybody gets to write this article about or talk about how uh, oranges give you vitamins how oranges give you this how oranges give you that how about you go into uh, trying to make fun with oranges probably tell us how expensive it is and how you can't afford it and how vitamin c is going to dry up in your blood you know trying to make fun with it at the same time you're letting the person know that these are what oranges do for you this is what an orange can do for you and all of that so it's like going out there to listen to what other people say and say anything in a different way in a, in a more better way so that comes for several other conversations but for other ones that demands creativity those you have to sit right in your space and figure them out and you pray to your pray to your god that your mind is working that day <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. and, and besides when you're going through stuff yeah when you when you're really passionate about what is what you're going through at the time uh, I don't think you need anybody or any book or any uh, article to tell you what you feel. Mm. You already know how you feel. You already know what's there in your mind. Now, the only help you need is find the words good enough to put them out there. That's all you need there. Wow. Find the words good enough to put them out there. That's like very striking. I got that one. <laughs> wow. Now, let me, let, me, let me take you back. When did you um, realize you were into poetry? When did you realize? At what age did you feel like, okay, I think, I think I. Hey, that's that's long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> was it when you uh, were like two years, five years, ten years? What, what, what was? Ah, uh, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. In primary school, I was just a storyteller. Wow. Everybody will come together, I will sit down, I will forget that I was supposed to go to class. <laughs> I will be telling story how Toto is, uh, huh? broke his back and how the cat broke his leg. All those kind of stories then, tales by moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, you know, uh, during that time, we didn't, there, was no, there were no phones. We didn't have access to phones or video games. You know, so people come and sit outside. You know, that period when you come and sit under the moon, families would be outside playing, and then we'll go and sit on sand. Yeah. And then we're gisting. 
telling stories about how tortoise could not eat and how dogs could not you know those kind of stories we tell we used to tell at that time but the only thing that was different then was i was actually the lead storyteller okay i'll go and figure out where the stories are and come <laughs> and tell, tell my people when time is due yes sir. and so they, they, they will barely want to get me upset else i won't tell stories that, that we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that kid that always has football. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. If I come to play your boy, you give me. Even if you don't want to give me, head next kid. You won't tell us story. You. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you have to choose me whether I know how to play that day or not. <laughs> yeah. wow. But my writing poetry started in secondary school. Uh, because I went into secondary school with the same drama idea, and I was. Yeah. My first writings for was drama. I used to write a script for drama in school from just one. And then poetry kicked up. At the point, I was able to understand words better and how to use them. That's when I started writing poetry. You've been on this path like all your life, really. It's interesting. <laughs> okay, if you were to go back in time, would you do anything differently than you did on this journey? No, I won't do anything differently. Wow, wow. Because I was still be the same person at that time. <laughs> you see me storyteller. Exactly. I was the chief storyteller. So it's not like I'm going back in time with my age. I'm still going back in time with that age then. So I don't yeah, think that's Everything have changed. Wow. But if you were to advise someone coming up, maybe, I mean, you've been on this for a long time. There is a young, vibrant, creative, or storyteller like you were coming up and probably looking up to you what will you say to the person from where you are right now what will you say to the person well before you talk to someone uh, before you try to advise them mm-hmm. you first of all look at their capacity you look at how much of it they can handle okay you can't just try to use your iq presently or your ability presently to stress them up mm-hmm. okay you, you look at what they can deal with you look at how much of it they can take and then you, you tell them okay um, if you're a writer, if you're still learning how to write, maybe you should read books. That I can advise. Perhaps mm. because I don't read, I will say read books. Because if you read books, you're going to write better. Mm. Uh-huh. That I can say. And then a couple of other things. But I feel like you you don't advise the person based on your own ability or what you would have done better. Should be based you on advise them uh. by talking to them first, asking them what. If you ask the person what the person wants to do, like mine, I do mine for passion. So it's different. It's a different thing altogether. So I can't advise you how I'm handling mine. Yeah. You see what I said? I said earlier that I can just be writing a book now. I probably get to uh, probably 20th page or whatever, and I stop and I start on that one again. That's because <laughs> I'm not I'm not really eager to finish a book. Yeah. Okay. Not like the person who wants to build their career around writing. Uh-huh. you're going to advise them differently that's when you first of all ask them questions what do you want to do with this and if it's something you know you cannot advise them better you can ask questions on their behalf and then give them feedback on that I don't think anybody who is doing something good to their own standard is good enough to advise somebody else who wants to dwell on it for the rest of their life that's mm. that's my take wow that's a different take because I think um, sometimes we unconsciously self-impose ourselves on other people and um, we want them to take our path, be like us, without even really consciously doing it, but we do it. And I think 
your take on it is quite different and i think i i agree with your school of thoughts <laughs> i do mm, thank you uh, yeah because i mean everyone needs to grow on their own journey everybody needs to go on their own journey even though anyone can look up to anyone but there is still a unique path to every single person and i i really agree with you i totally agree with you so um radio apprentice um how has it been for you i know you are enjoying yourself really but what what is radio apprentice what is it about what do you discuss on the show well radio apprentice is actually my podcast name uh, my um, podcast uh, yeah it's my podcasting name uh, that's basically the name and the apprentice like i said always reminds me that i'm learning so yeah. whatever it is i'm doing i let you know that don't laugh at me or Elena, that's what it still <laughs> tells you. It still reminds you that in case I don't use the grammar well, still remember that I'm Elena. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like uh, using L for your car for the rest of your life. Means did I drive well? Hail me. Did I don't drive well? Just understand that I'm learning. <laughs> so, but don't you think someone can argue that you, that's like another way of telling yourself? Uh, instead of you know pushing yourself hard you just want to be on that path of i'm always learning so don't disturb me what would you say to that well i I would like them to think how they want to think but be very careful how you digest my personality (laughs) (laughs) okay they might run you on the trailer (laughs) (laughs) all right Mm. (laughs) okay this is funny uh, so anyone can think whatever they want, but this is you, and you're not about to change. Yeah, I think they should take it easy. Uh, you should really take it easy. You say, "Oh, you're already apprentice." Does that really mean? What does it mean? Uh, you're, but you're not learning now. You're a pro, and I ask you, a pro, huh? Where have you? Where do you hear about me that makes me a pro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh-huh, that's the question, and I don't think anybody's a pro because if you're a pro, you don't have to go seek information anywhere before you can do anything. Mm. So even the even the best gets to read stuff. They get to uh, seek information. They get to ask questions, and so because of that, you're not you're not a pro yet. You're good. You're very good with it. Doesn't really make you a pro. Uh, a pro means you can you can do everything on your own without any help of anything or any yeah. sort of help. Yeah. But we all need this help one way or the other. We do. And that that's what we that's what we lack uh, most of the time. I find it very annoying. I'll probably not use the word annoying. That's quite strong. Okay. I I don't really find it good that uh, we, for podcasters and broadcasters, we always feel like we've arrived. Mm-hmm. Just because you can use English language well, you can use the words properly, you, you read a dictionary all the time before you go on air or before you record a podcast, you think you're so good. Okay? And because of that, you you want to be all on your own, talk mm-hmm. all on your own, and think that the people are going to just listen to you because you sound great. Yeah. But we forget that people don't listen to you because you sound great. People don't listen to you because you sound amazing. As a matter of fact, if you if you uh, struggle to make them believe you, uh, that's the time when they're going to walk away. Mm. Okay? They're probably going to find it very, very funny. Uh, because, yeah, you're trying to coin your voice to sound more than your ability mm-hmm. you're trying to push the words even when you don't even know how to pronounce them well you're trying to dive yourself into a conversation that you don't even have proper reports or you didn't even do proper research for yeah. you don't even know how to analyze it better to make them understand what you're talking about 
you know, because we do all of these things, we limit uh, the speed. But then you think you're you're uh, you're running, but then other people think you're walking. Mm. So that's basically a part of the problem. So I feel like being able to attribute an apprentice, it means that you're not you're not perfect. Yeah. Okay. At every point in time, you need people to drag you in. Just for example, uh, musicians. No matter how good you are, you still see them featuring somebody else. Yeah. Your music. Mm. Okay. There are two things they are seeking there. One is the talent. Two, the audience. Okay. You you have uh, you have a thousand audience, for example, or you have two thousand, you have three thousand, you have five thousand, and I have the same, or I even have more. And let's be frank, there are some people in your circle that needs to hear me, and there are some people in my circle that needs to hear you, and that's how the growth functions. True. And that's why they do music that way, that's why they feature each other, not just for the voice, because you and I know that if it's the voice and the talent, they can get it elsewhere. You can even get it from an upcoming artist. True. Yeah. And yeah, I think if we try to put all one and two together, and if we all understand that we're still learning, it's going to help the growth faster it's going to help mm. our groups um flourish that's that's my take yeah the like the the summary of it all is no one ever arrives there we are always on this journey it's always a growth process for us all so everyone just keep growing keep growing <laughs> you are not there exactly. yet. just keep growing wow awesome it's been amazing i enjoyed it thank you so much you're welcome you know I'm your big fan. I love what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Give it up, really. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Have a good day. Bye bye. Bye. All right, people. Nurturing your creativity. Now, I love the fact that Williams kept mentioning or he kept emphasizing the need to keep growing. Like, you are not there yet even if you won the best of awards in your field you are still growing whatever you think you achieved yesterday that was yesterday there is room for more there is room to keep growing so don't stop keep going keep achieving keep nurturing that ability that god has given you there is so much in stock if you don't stop right so I have enjoyed myself. I felt like he was also talking to me and I'm sure you got that message too. So we are on this journey. We are on this path to keep getting better, to keep growing, to keep growing and never stop growing. And this is what we are about on this show. It's called Rooted and Robust for a reason. The more you take in information, the more you are growing, the more you flourish, right? So this is Rooted and Robust Podcast, guys. And I am your host, Ozioma Anyoji. And this is saying to you, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Have a beautiful week. Stay blessed. Don't forget, keep growing. Bye-bye.